0: Hey guys, welcome to our weekly news show here on Backstage with Millionaires. I'm Caleb, your host, and today we're going to be talking about the fintech space's new umbrella entity licenses, Paytm's position in the digital payment space, Starlink pre-booking in India, Flipkart's expansion and potential IPO, a number of acquisitions across various sectors of the startup ecosystem, all of the latest funding news and more coming up right after this. All right, so first up in the news, there is something absolutely massive right now going on in India's fintech space. And I should probably say multiple massive things. These are NUEs or new umbrella entities. And these NUEs would be for-profit competitors to the MPCI's not-for-profit UPI and RUPEI. So the reason that this is happening is the RBI and the Indian government want to accelerate India's shift towards a cashless and digital economy. And what they've realized is that MPCI's Rupee and UPI might not be enough to make that shift happen quickly. And so now the RBI is opening the floor to private entities to create platforms, systems and technologies that would compete with UPI and Rupay. Now the way that this is playing out is that consortiums have until the 31st of March of 2021 to apply for an NUE license and the reason that I say consortium is that no one company can own more than a quarter that's 25% of an NUE. In other words a new umbrella entity needs to consist of multiple stakeholders and so we've seen a couple of consortiums form since NUEs were announced by the RBI. You've got Reliance and InfiBeam Avenues in partnership with Google and Facebook. You've got the Tata Group Consortium which consists of Tata, Airtel, HDFC Bank, Gotak Mahindra Bank, Mastercard, Flipkart, and PayU. You've got the Amazon Consortium which consists of Amazon, ICICI Bank, Access Bank, Pine Labs, BillDesk, and Visa. And you've got the Paytm and Ola Consortium which consists of these two companies along with Indus and bank. Now, this is all very big It's very new and to be completely honest, I still haven't fully wrapped my mind around the implications of this. So you should know that any opinion that I share during this video is not a well-formed opinion and I'm very open to people contradicting it and I would love to debate with you guys in the comments down below. But I personally think that this is a good thing. I think competition is great. The NPCI was fairly exclusive, it consisted of major banks. You had SBI, PNB, ICICI Bank, HDFC Bank, Bank of India, Ganara Bank, Bank of Baroda. And so it was fairly exclusive, but now things are opening up. And so my hope is that we're gonna see more innovation in this space moving forward, but I'm glad that it's not gonna be the Wild West where the RBI is just handing out NUE licenses to anyone and everyone. We're going to see some competition which is going to fuel growth, but at the same time there will be limits on what can be created by these new umbrella entities. For example, any new systems or networks that are created by these NUEs will need to be interoperable with the MPCI's networks. And that's one detail that makes me hopeful that this is a progression instead of a regression. UPI and RUPAY have become so ubiquitous at this point that I think everybody just thought that this is the way that it was going to be forever. But in reality, it looks like that was just a stepping stone. That was just a chapter in the story of India's digital payment space. And now it looks like the page is being turned and a new chapter is beginning, which is very very exciting. All right, next up in the news, let's talk about India's most valuable unicorn startup, Paytm. I don't know if you guys are going to find this number as crazy as I did, but Paytm processed 1.2 billion transactions in February. That's 120 crore transactions. Now, that's just 200 million more transactions than what they processed in January. That's 20 crore transactions more than they processed in January, but still, we're getting very, very close to the monthly number of transactions processed by Paytm being equal to or greater than the population of India. Now, you might be thinking, hold on a second, I thought that Google Pay and Phone Pay were outperforming Paytm. And in fact, they actually are in the UPI payment space. But in the consolidated mobile payment space, Paytm is king. This, of course, is a very good thing for PayTM. They are approaching digital payments from a number of different angles. Yes, they do have a finger in the UPI pie, and they're competing in that space with PhonePay and Google Pay, but they also have their fingers in other pies like digital wallets, cards, internet banking, and even offline merchant payments. These offline merchant payments are growing 15% month on month, and PayTM currently has more than 17 million merchants That's 1.7 crore merchants on this platform. According to Credit Suisse, India's digital payments market is expected to be worth $1 trillion by 2023. That would be a 5x jump from the $200 billion that it was worth in 2020. All right, that's enough about digital payments. Let's talk about something completely different. Starlink. SpaceX's satellite internet service Starlink is currently available for pre-booking in India. The pre-booking amount is $99, that's 7,300 rupees, and the service is going to be available in India in 2022. Now, currently, internet speeds offered by Starlink are pretty average. 50 to 150 mbps but according to spacex those speeds are going to be increased to 300 mbps at some point this year now personally i take everything that elon musk says with a grain of salt especially when it involves predictions about timelines or dates but one thing that's becoming pretty clear to me is that the next wave of internet here in india is going to be pretty competitive and tumultuous. You've got Reliance doubling down with 5G, you have Airtel taking this diverse approach with 5G as well as Airtel OneWeb, and then you have this wild card, Starlink. Now, I know a lot of you do not believe that Starlink is going to be successful here in India, and I'm not overly confident that it will be either. But one way or another, I'm definitely excited to see how all of this plays out. All right, next up in the news, it looks like Flipkart is expanding its grocery delivery service to 50 cities across India, and they've seen a 3x growth in this service in the last year. Besides this, it looks like Flipkart is also planning to go public in the United States by taking the SPAC IPO route. They're currently in early talks with a number of different SPACs and could potentially go public at a valuation of $35 billion. That's 2.5 lakh crore rupees. And then lastly, with the Flipkart news, they are in talks with online travel agency ClearTrip for an acquisition. Now, this deal is not confirmed yet, but if it were to go through, then Flipkart would probably be acquiring ClearTrip at a discount. As I'm sure you all know, the global travel and hospitality industries have been hit really, really hard by the COVID-19 pandemic. And so, this might just be the perfect time for a giant with unlimited funds like Flipkart to get into India's travel space. Obviously, there's tons of competition. You have Make My Trip, Ixigo, Yatra, Booking.com, but you gotta remember that Flipkart is owned by Walmart. There is a lot of money and power behind that brand and that company. But anyways, in other acquisition news, Logistics Unicorn Delivery has acquired SaaS startup PrimaSeller to strengthen its technical capabilities. This acquisition is going to give delivery access to PrimaSeller's omni-channel inventory management software. And then lastly, in the acquisition news, Reliance has doubled its stake in US-based SkyTran from 26.3% to 54.46% for $26.76 million dollars. 195 crore rupees. Now, what Skytran is doing is actually super, super interesting. The startup was founded in 2011, and they're trying to solve the problem of traffic congestion by developing a futuristic driverless pod car transportation system. All right, moving on to some funding news now. Online investment platform Grow is in talks to raise $100 million. That's 730 crore rupees at a valuation, which would be somewhere around a billion dollars. That's 7,300 crore rupees, which of course would make them a unicorn. Now, the round is expected to be led by Tiger Global, which would be investing about half of that amount, $50 million. And I think it's worth mentioning that Tiger Global has invested in other online investment platforms like Upstocks and Ind Money. On Grow's platform, there's currently somewhere between 800,000 and 1 million users, that's somewhere between 8 lakh and 10 lakh users, making 500 million dollars in transactions, that's 365 crore rupees in transactions, every single month. Alright, next up in the funding news, online insurance aggregator Policy Bazaar has raised $45 million. That's 330 crore rupees through secondary share sales from Bay Capital, IIFL Wealth, White Oak Global Advisors, and Cypress Punawala Group. Policy Bazaar is also expected to go public in the next 12 to 15 months at a valuation of $3.5 billion, that's a little bit more than 25,000 crore rupees, and their current valuation is $2.4 billion, that's a little bit more than 17,000 crore rupees. They currently have more than a million customers, that's more than 10 lakh customers, buying insurance on their platform every single month. All right, next up in the funding news, an online platform for selling used phones called Cashify has raised $15 million, that's 110 crore rupees from Olympus Capital Asia. 90% of their business comes from smartphones, but they also have a category for laptops, smartwatches, tablets, and desktop computers. The company is expecting to be profitable in the next six months, and currently has more than 2 million customers across 1,500 cities. Cashify is gonna be using these fresh funds to expand their offline presence from 60 stores and kiosks to over 150. They're also gonna be adding more categories like cameras, and they also plan to go international. Alright, next up in the funding news, Upna.co, which is a professional networking platform for blue-collar workers, has raised $12.5 million, that's 91 crore rupees, in a round led by Sequoia Capital India and Green Oaks Capital. Upna.co enables skilled blue-collar workers to access local job opportunities, network with peers, and gain new skills. The platform also helps companies to hire blue-collar workers by connecting them with the right candidates. Candidates based on the company's requirements. Upna.co has emerged as a market leader in this space. As they've grown 50x in the last eight months alone. They currently have 6 million users on their platform, that's 60 lakh users, and they're going to be using these fresh funds to expand into new cities across India. They're also looking to go international by expanding into markets like Southeast Asia and the United States. All right, next up in the funding news, EV startup Euler Motors has raised 30 crore rupees, that's $4 million, and is gearing up to launch its first electric cargo three-wheeler. The e-plane company has raised a million dollars, that's 7.3 crore rupees, and is currently building an unmanned flying taxi prototype. And air purification startup Clairco has raised 4.2 crore rupees, that's 577,000 dollars, and will be using these funds to boost product development, hire more employees, and invest in growth. All right, that is all the startup news that I have for you guys this week. Thanks for watching this episode of Backstage with Millionaires. All right, I will see you guys in the next one.